Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Hard podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here with Larry Levine on the UK edition of Selling from the Heart. What's going on? <laughs> Well, good. You know, finally, you're on a bizarre time zone. I'm actually back in Pacific Standard Time and you're, well, you got eight hours on me right now. So how's it, how's it going at, at dark 30 at night and I'm staring out my nice office window and it's nice outside? Well, the interesting thing is it's nine o'clock at night and it's still light. This is so far north. Uh, it's really a trip, but it's, it's a blast. We've been having a great time training reps here in the UK this week. I'm actually heading over to uh, the Netherlands. I'm going to Rotterdam. Uh, tomorrow. And uh, actually tomorrow morning, I'm going to podcast with our good friend, Tim Hughes. Looking nice. At yeah, man. That's I love Tim Hughes. Hang out with him. And uh, we'll have to get him on the Selling from the Heart podcast soon. Just a, a fantastic thought leader um, and, uh, and just fellow kindred spirit in all of this. Uh, hey, but you, know, but you know what you'll have to do, Daryl, before you leave? What's that? You got to go have a sausage roll, dude. <laughs> some bangers and mash. I have a sausage roll, some bangers and mash. <laughs> you know, the only thing I wish. Wash I wish it down I with a pint. Yes, I wish I could do a British accent, but it just it isn't going to happen. <laughs> no, please don't. Oh, man. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Selling from the Heart <laughs> podcast. If you're new here, you have joined a growing global community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic doing the hard work. We call it selling from the heart. And last week, uh, we, cause oh. last week we, if you didn't catch the episode last week, we talked about filling the empty suit. And how many of you would agree that, oh my goodness, so many of the sales reps walking around uh, out there in sales land uh, are really just, you know, there's just a lot of empty suits, all style, no substance. And that's, I can, I can call dude, I can call those sales zombies, <laughs> sales zombies. Right. It's like vapor inside, right? <laughs> you look really slick, but there's no substance. And, uh, you know, we, we talked last week, just a quick recap about how do you fill the empty seat? Well, you bring empathy to the situation. It doesn't cost you anything to be empathetic, but it, it, it adds tremendous competitive advantage. You bring emotion, you bring excitement. And then uh, I added the fourth E in there. You bring some education. You've got to bring some substance. If you're going to be a thought leader, if you're going to be a trusted advisor, you better be trustworthy and you better be able to bring some advice. So today, uh, we want to continue on that topic based on the feedback. Man, there's been some great discussion around that this week, hasn't there, Larry? Well, you know, but the funniest thing is you've just added, you know, it's basically always, you know, you rip off and duplicate, right? Yes. Hey, I'm, I'm ripping off the empty suit. I said, I, I really don't care if you rip off the empty suit. Just do it. Just do yourself justice with it. Right. There, <laughs> there's been so many people go. I've never heard that term before. Empty suit. Oh, my and, goodness. And, and it just, you know, it, it inspired me to write my blog post last week that, you know, selling from the heart sales professional is not an empty suit. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 this is, you know, the, the reality. I was training reps this week um, in the technology space. Great company. And, you know, I, I was just explaining to the reps today, you know, you've got a, a partner that delivers great products to you. No question. You've got great products. You have a company that you work for that backs those products up with great service. 
and, you know, provides great professional services, great support, all of that. Uh, And those two things are wonderful. The problem is most of your competitors have really good products and pretty good service as well. So there's not a lot of differentiation. So if you want to set yourself apart, if you want to make money, if you want to win deals, then you've got to ask yourself, you got to look in the mirror and go, okay, my, my products are bringing value. My company's bringing value with their support and professional services. What value do I bring to the table as a sales professional? You know, and, and, and you're right because sales reps struggle with this and they struggle with it mightily. And, and, you know, and, and I can understand Daryl, a new sales rep, right. Who, who maybe this is their first job out of college or they only have, you know, let's say less than a year sales experience. I can see mm-hmm. them struggling with this. But what frightens me and concerns me more than anything else mm-hmm. are the tenured sales reps out there that still can't fill out a suit. They still are struggling with their value proposition. They're still struggling with their story, which leads me to believe where's the plan, where's the practice, where's the preparation, where's the diligence behind doing what you do. Well, and it's I'm- tough. And they just don't No, I don't think anyone... I mean, we're not going to solve world's problems on this podcast, but I just we don't might. think there's a, uh, we might, but <laughs> not, in 25, not in 25 <laughs> minutes, but th- there's not a lot of people that take themselves and place themselves and say, Hey, what can I do to yes. raise my profession? Right. Right. And, and I call it giving a rip. Right. So mm-hmm. I think, a, you know, a selling from the heart sales professional actually, actually gives a rip yes. and is concerned with how they fill out their suit. Well, and, and once again, last week we talked about empathy. It doesn't cost anything. It makes a big difference, right? Emotion, excitement, um, alignment with the client's vision, understanding the client's vision, um, education, being, being able to bring substance. So today we want to just really um, kind of just get gut level honest and say, okay, well, what, what's holding people, what's holding us back? I'm going to say us because I think this is – true of all of us at some point, what is holding us back from filling out the empty suit from literally bringing, you know, the substance, uh, the emotional substance, the intellectual substance, what's holding us back from doing that. And uh, that's where we wanted to really get, get gut level honest today and think about this together, because the reality is, um, you know, if, 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 if we can identify what's holding us back from filling out the empty suit and we can bring substance and value to the marketplace. Value add equals gross profit equals commission. The more value we add, the more gross profit we'll get, the more commission. I mean, and, and this is, this could be, you know, the one thing, this could be the area that is holding you back from, from becoming, you know, someone that, that doubles their income, triples their income, who knows? No, I, no, I, I agree. I agree with everything that you're saying, but, but here's, here's the thing that I'm going to ask, you know, the listeners to start thinking about is what is value. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, value to me is just getting, I mean, sales reps talk about, Hey, you know, we're being commoditized, commoditized and things like that. Well, you guys do a great job of it, mm-hmm. but, every, but everyone's out there talking value. What is value? Right. What is it? And, and, and that, and, and to me, that's what you, that's what people need to self-reflect about. So I, I think the big, one of the, I'm, I'm going to throw a couple things at you and, you know, you, I mean, we can spin off of this one, but I think it's fear. It's yeah. fear and ego that, that, that holds a lot of us back from really filling out that suit. 
Well, let's talk about fear first and then let's tackle ego. Cause that that's, um, I don't struggle with ego. I, I know you don't struggle with that, but I'm sure some other, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, let's talk about fear. Oh, dude, I, I do, dude, I've, che- <laughs> I've checked my ego out at the door. <laughs> let's, well, let's talk about fear. Uh, you know, what, what, what what are what are we afraid of that is holding us back from actually um you know filling out the suit with with uh let's take the emotional side of it the emotional intelligence side empathy emotion excitement um what's what's what are we afraid of i i mean i mean i'll throw it out there and i'll 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 chuck it out there pretty hard i just think it's fear of being exposed mm. You know, and, and fear of being exposed as we're really not that person that we're cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's I know that's pretty heavy, but you know, let's that, just stop and think about it. Mm-hmm. That if if you know, it is that fear that if you peeled everything back, there you know, there just might not be as much there as as you know your buyer thinks. It, 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 here's the deal: we think we have our buyers fooled. We don't have them fooled. No, oh, you got you got to be kidding me, right? So you know, we think we have to maintain this persona of of um, you know, I got it all together and I know everything, right? Um, and and so we don't want to show any vulnerability uh, because you know, vulnerability would be seen as weakness. But really, the the reality is, uh, you know, it's that it's that inauthenticity, that unwillingness to be vulnerable that actually is what, um, you know, makes the, the prospect kind of put their guard up. Right. And so this fear of being exposed, well, you know what, what if we actually were exposed? What if we didn't know the answer to every single question? Um, what if we were, you know, able to, to enter into something and say, you know what, that's a great question. Uh, Larry, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but I think it's really worth finding out. We've got a great team. I'm going to go research that. I'm going to get back to you and find out rather than just avoiding that issue and kind of steering away from it or pretending like, you know, and throwing some BS out there, just being authentic and vulnerable. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I, and I totally agree. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to throw in the blast from the past because you've personally witnessed this, right? So for all of our, for all the listeners out there, Daryl and I go way back and, and, you know, it, 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 it's too long to, it's too long to even uncover all this in the podcast, but Daryl's witnessed me walking into situations and I grew up in the office technology space and he's personally witnessed me walking into an IT decision maker, basically throwing my hands up and saying, you know what, you know more than me. I'm not going to baffle you with anything. I'm not going to pretend to know more than you. <laughs> right. I have people that I can bring in that you can have that strategic level conversation with. Right. However, what you're going to get with me is. Yes. Someone who's genuine, honest, who truly wants to help you do better business. And you've personally seen me witness it and it opens up and it takes that conversation down a different path. It does. And, totally. and, and that's becoming vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm throwing myself out there but I did it for a reason because I wanted to get on a different playing field than the average salesperson who's going to walk in, who's going to try to baffle them with a bunch of sales jargon and a bunch of BS. Right. And then all of a sudden they're exposed in the first meeting because they're silently poking holes in that sales rep. 
Well, and, and you think about it, it doesn't, you know, whatever you're selling, uh, whether it's technology or services and B2B, B2C, you, you know, there are always going to be people that you sell to that know more than you just because of their, I mean, shoot, even if you're selling cars, the people you're selling to know more than you because they've done all this research online on a specific model before they even walk in. It doesn't really matter what you're selling in today's world. Um, we can assume that in many cases, our buyers know more than we do. Um, and so in that context, you've got three options. One is fear. Uh, fear, don't call on them. <laughs> Just avoid them, right? Avoid those situations. Just stick with what's easy. And, and I think, you know, there's, there's just this, um, it goes beyond, you know, call reluctance, that fear of being rejected. It's, it's fear of being exposed. And we, we end up just, you know, not uh, making those calls even. The second thing we can do is fake it. And we get on, in those situations, we get in front of the decision maker and we fake it. Uh, and, you know, guess what? It, they notice, they can smell it. They can see it in your eyes, right? And, and then the third, third option is, is vulnerability. So we can avoid it, we can fake it, or we can be vulnerable. And there's an author in this area. I don't know if we could ever get her on the podcast. It would just be fascinating. Her name's Brene Brown. Have you ever seen Brene Brown? I've only seen her TED talks. Oh my goodness. It's all about vulnerability. And, and, you know, there is, uh, and this, this makes me squirm because and, and it almost, you know, it's just like, are these words really coming out of my mouth that we would recommend that sales reps be more vulnerable, but you know what? I think, um, the, the reality I've watched you do it, Larry, you're better at this than me. Um, I'll, I'll fake it. <laughs> I, I really will. I'm guilty of that. Uh, but, but if you will get vulnerable, um, with your clients, be genuine and be, be uh, everything we talk about on the, the Selling from the Heart podcast, be authentic and get over your fear of being exposed. Because guess what? You, you're going to be exposed and that's okay because there's a humanity that enters the dynamic when that happens. Yeah. You know, and, and I always go back and, you know, and I use this expression all the time. It's just about giving a rip. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, have, to, you have to take a step back and say, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there, there's so many parallels. There's so many analogies, Daryl, that's been used between sports and salespeople that it just wants to make me, I, I just want to puke yes. when, I, when I start hearing them because there are some correlations. But at the end of the day, very few athletes are going to walk onto the field not prepared. Right. Because, A, they don't want to be exposed, right? Yeah. They don't want the defense to expose a bad offense or, you know, a great offense to expose a bad defense. Well, I think the other so, thing. So as a sales professional, what's the difference, right? That means I don't care how long you've been in the business. Right. You got to plan, prepare and practice. And if okay. don't, then, then run the risk of being exposed as being nothing more than an empty suit who comes to work every day collecting a paycheck. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Um, I think the reason we're afraid of being exposed is we haven't done the hard work. We haven't done the due diligence of really educating ourselves, um, of, of really doing everything we can to bring value. Look in today's world, you'll never know everything. Uh, but the reality is you do have to plan, prepare and practice. We do have to do that. And if we don't do that, no wonder we're a little bit nervous and feel like we're being, you know, going to be exposed. And, and that, Daryl, is why that so-called A player sitting inside that sales organization mm-hmm. squirms a lot of times because, you know, we can make C players and develop C players into A players. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. Or B players become A players. Mm-hmm. 
but how many A players are truly out there with C player mindsets? Well, but they walk, true. but they walk around like they're A players, right. and management allows it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, I you know there there are sales reps that are are doing quite well. Uh, yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm not and I'm not discounting could, it. You know, and, and and we could do so much better with oh. some work, right? I mean, there's some people in the B leagues in baseball in the farm teams that play great baseball, but if they applied themselves a little more, they could be playing you know, in the big leagues and, and making, you know, hundred times as much, much money. And I, I think that, you know, if you're, if you're a tenured sales professional, who's doing really well, you're comfortable in your, your job. Um, you know, I think, you know, we even, we all have to do this gut check to go, okay, you know, am I in an empty suit? Am I just kind of create a cruising on the relationships, um, uh, and the success of the past, or what would it look like if I actually applied myself more to, um, you know, learning what I need to learn? And what would it look like if I actually gave a rip more than I do right now? Because if you're going to, the other thing is, if you're going to bring empathy and emotion into uh, a sales, if you're, if you're genuinely going to care, it's going to cost you something. It will cost you something, right? It's going to cost you extra work. It's going to cost you extra time. Um, you know, and I think there's part of my mindset is, well, shoot, that's inefficient, Larry. But here's the deal. What's, what is completely efficient about being emotionally intelligent, um, just like Jeb Blunt talks about in Sales EQ, what's completely efficient about that um, is sometimes you have to slow down to sell faster, right? Sometimes slow is fast because yeah. as we empathize, as we bring emotion into a, a sales, um, and, and as we show even some vulnerability and, and step over our fear of being exposed, we develop that relationship of trust. And I'm throwing out a lot of book titles here, but Stephen Covey's son wrote the book, Business at the Speed of Trust. And if you got trust, guess what happens? Things happen fast. So, you know, sometimes this, this empathy and, and all of this touchy-feely stuff feels like, well, where's the ROI on that? Where's the result? Well, guess what? If you have trust, you can make things happen quickly. Well, yeah, you, you know, and, and you go beyond that. And that, that whole, that whole touchy-feely stuff, I, I mean, that literally worked for me. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's because I was comfortable in my own skin. I didn't mind being vulnerable. I rolled it up. Uh-huh. I got to truly know my clients and they truly knew me. Uh-huh. They truly knew, you know, I was married and had kids and so forth. And when you can really, when you peel that back, uh-huh. that really shows somebody that you care. Yeah, it does. And, and quite often, you know, your clients and your buyers are way too smart now. They don't have time for insincere sales reps or just out there collecting a paycheck. They're just going to move on and find somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it just, it, and it's just a little, you, you know, and, and it's not, it. We're, we're not asking for this big monumentous shift in your mindset. It's just one or 2% tick yeah. on a routine basis and watch what starts to happen. And, and it doesn't take long. It's just, you know, I always have this famous saying, you know, I call it famous because I thought of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, we get to talk about ego next. <laughs> no, yeah. and, I, and, and I just said I checked my ego out at the door. But I said, you know, I, I said salespeople in general are consistently inconsistent. So can yeah. you just imagine if you were consistently consistent with a plan and how you prepared and how you practiced, what could happen? Yeah, uh, you could you could fill out that suit. And so let's talk about fear. We talk about fear. Fear is holding us holding us back. The other thing is ego, and I mean, 
ego. Oh my goodness. Talk about something that uh, sales professionals, successful sales reps. I mean, it's, you know, it's hard not to have an ego, right? You're getting stroked, you're getting, you're making money that, you know, you're the top dog in the office. You're, you know, you're the one everyone wants to be. You've got a good income, um, you know, and, and it, uh, here's the deal. When you get in that place, it's easy to start cruising. It's easy to hit the cruise control. And uh, it's dangerous because you're getting the ego stroked on so many different levels. Um, it's easy to get um, just sloppy and apathetic. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just, oh, I, I could, I really don't want to say what I want to say. Because <laughs> oh, come on, Larry. <laughs> I, I'm going to say, how big of an ego can you have when all you're doing is flipping your customer base? You make all kinds of money. Your company rewards you for a great job of not bringing in any net new business, but they reward you with these big fat incentive trips. That's why you guys got big fat egos. Yeah. Well, you know what? Look, you should be proud of what you're doing. And, dude, I, and I, dude, I'm not second guessing it because I've been there, done that. But I've also recognized what I really need to do. Yeah. And, the, the ego is a death trap, though, right? Dude, because it is. If, you let, if you believe your own press and, and you get the ego and you start getting sloppy on the, the plan practice and, um, and, and, and really stop doing the hard work. Um, you know, you're like the athlete that stops working out. You're like the professional athlete that goes practice. I don't need practice. So, <laughs> all of that. I just do put me in the game. You get sloppy, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, you know, what's you know, what's interesting. And, and I'll just throw this whole sports analogy. I mean, it, it's, it's really interesting. I don't care. You take all the major sports that are out there. Watch what happens to an athlete on their contract renewal year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, I, so I remember, you know, cause obviously, you know, I'm a big LA Dodgers fan. So Tommy Lasorda was the manager of the Dodgers forever and a day. Mm -hmm. That guy operated on one year managerial contracts. He had his contract renewed every single year. Yeah. He knew it, it, it breed hard work. And I think that, you know, as sales reps, one of the things we've got to do, it's really, especially those of us who, who are, you know, enjoying success. And, and I think you should be proud of, of what you've achieved because I know you've worked hard to get where you are. Um, but we've got to be very, very careful not to let the ego take control. And if we start believing our own press, we're going to stop doing what got us to where we are. And, and, and one of two things is going to happen. Either we're going to plateau and just stagnate, right? Um, or we're going to go down. And, and the reality is you can't really stagnate in this world. You're either growing or you're shrinking, you know? Well, you know, no, you, and, and you're right. And, and that's why um, I just have to give a plug to my book. Cause I'm finally, I, I'm really getting excited about the launch of my book, but you know, in the beginning of selling from the heart, I talk about how sales reps must get brutally honest with themselves. Right. They must self-reflect. They must become self-aware. And that's all we're asking. I, I don't care. You know, and I know there's a lot of successful sales reps out there and, and, and we're not here badgering on them. All we're really asking is that successful sales reps, successful sales professionals, they can get better. It just, we're just asking you guys to get brutally honest with them, with mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, am I as good? Am I as good as I really think I am? Or yeah. what can I do on a daily basis that's going to allow me to just in one percent increments do my job better? Because I know if I do that, 
I can provide well for me and my family and I'm doing good on behalf of my employer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if, if you've been making the same amount of money for more than two or three years, you've really got to look at yourself and go, you know, I mean, look, we're in, we're in sales, you know, unless you're in one of those sales jobs where they keep raising your quota and you have kind of a, you know, a salary plus bonus that I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking if you're in commission sales where you have no cap on your income and you've been making the same amount of money for two, three, four plus years, even if it's a great income, you got to look at yourself and go, what am I leaving on the table? What, what could I, if I just applied myself and, you know, brought empathy, emotion, excitement, and maybe did some, some self-educating, what, you know, if I filled out the suit, what would that mean? And that's going to require, you know, I mean, you get to be top dog in the office and we've, we've both been there. Um, you know, the ego kicks in and there's something in you that goes on cruise control. You know, it's like, oh, these other guys got to work, but I, I got it made. Well, guess what? The, the things that got you there, if you stop doing them, you'll get sucked backwards. And, and even if you're on cruise control and you think everything's going great, you know, the reality is, you know, you're one, one call by your competitor away from losing your biggest account. Well, no. And, and you, you know, we talk about vulnerability. Right. Daryl, they're the most vulnerable of all. That's vulnerable. That's being, that's vulnerable. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, and then the fear kicks in. So, you know, what, what we would say, and, and man, this has been a great discussion, Larry, about what's holding you back from filling out the, uh, filling out the empty suit and kicking up. There's so many other things we could talk about, but we're kind of bumping up against our time today. Maybe we'll continue this discussion next week. And, um, you know, as you've been listening to this, um, I hope you feel as challenged as I do. And I know you do as well, Larry, is to, you know, really just really do some self-reflection and think, you know what, am I in cruise control? Is there fear? Where is fear? Not, is there fear? Where is fear? Where is that holding me back? Um, you know, where is, where am I afraid of being exposed? And, uh, could I have the courage to become vulnerable? Number one, and number two, could I have the character to um, do some hard work and, and become, you know, more valuable, do, do what I need to do to, to be uh, less vulnerable there? Um, and then the, the, the ego um, for all of us, and I know the people listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast are highly successful sales professionals. You're growing in your career. If you're on cruise control, I just want to challenge you to go, man, am I believing my own press? And what is, what is that costing me to believe my own press? And because of it, if I'm on cruise control, am I vulnerable? And would it really, you know, would it really kill me to do a little bit of work to fill out the suit and grow my business and, you know, protect my career and, uh, and create more opportunity for myself? I mean, just, man, what a challenging day today. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Larry, for your insight. I, I'm so I know we say this every week now, the book is getting closer and closer to launch selling from the heart. Um, if you uh, aren't getting updates and aren't in the loop um, as kind of the in crowd and getting the advance notice and, and uh, some of the benefits that will come with that, go to selling from the heart.net, the home, the website for our, our podcast. And right there in the sidebar, you'll see a link to, uh, to Larry's book coming out this summer, selling from the heart. I can't wait till we can give more details about that. In the meantime, be genuine, be real, do the hard work, get over your fear, kick the ego to the curb, and most of all, sell from the heart. 
Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.